Hello, America. It's Friday. The Glenn Beck program. I, I have to just start with this question. Are the Republicans good for anything? I mean, soaking, scrubbing, anything. Can they? Are they good literally for anything? Could we use them to mop floors? And I don't mean, that, of course, they wouldn't be able to mop floors, but I mean use them as mops. Would they... Would we be able to mop floors with them? I don't think so. I don't think they're worth anything. You want to talk about a group of people that don't know how to make a case. It's the Republicans. Failure on all fronts. I'm going to show them how they need to deal with this in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, so I got up and I I did what you pay me for in your time. And remember, time is money. So you pay me to read the New York Times so you don't have to. You pay me to watch all of the really nasty things and stand here and look at this, this cancer that is spreading through the body of America. And report back to you. So this morning, I did my duty. And uh, I read the New York Times and their version of the impeachment process that is coming next week. Now, uh, today, the New York uh, Times, the Daily, focused on, uh, what's his name, Sonderland? Sonderland. Sonderland. He is the, um, the European Union ambassador from the United States. He's a guy who gave Donald Trump a billion dollars, sorry, billion, a million dollars for his uh, uh, his inauguration. And lo and behold, he found himself the ambassador of the European Union. A miracle. Yeah. <laughs> just don't know how that happens in every administration. <laughs> every administration. It's weird. Just just real coincidence right. going down. So he's not a guy. He's not political or anything else. He just wanted to be the ambassador of the EU. So he goes to the EU and he's there. Now, this is the guy that the Republicans have been saying. No, he said there's no quid pro quo. Remember, he's the he's the ambassador who is is trying to fight uh, and say, no, all the way along. There's no quid pro quo. Well, apparently, uh, in his first secret testimony, that's what he said. Now he's amended it earlier this week. He amended his testimony with three extra pages, and he's like, oh, oh, well, now that I've been reading the other people's testimony, <laughs> I, I do kind of remember, but he didn't say, he said... Donald Trump never said that. He said, but I felt that that's kind of what he was saying. So I delivered the quid pro quo message. Now, how he was reading other people's testimony and, oh, my gosh, I forgot I was the guy who delivered that. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. So do we believe him now or do we believe him then? The guy's entire credibility is is up for grabs but so is the ambassador who said absolutely there was quid pro quo she's now uh discredited herself because tucker carlson released last night some documents that show that she was in touch with the dnc and schiff's office and she said under under oath 
uh, never responded to any of those emails. I, I don't even know. What? Emails? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, through the FOIA Act, um, yeah, it looks like she did respond. She was like, great. What time do you want to get on the phone? <laughs> so, so both of them have problems. Now, here's the real story. The real story is, is they are still talking about quid pro quo, period. That's all they're talking about. And the way the New York Times is spinning this is, and the president, you know, the president wanted um, uh, the State Department to look into the corruption. And they wouldn't look into the corruption. But those are all just conspiracy theories. This is Rudy Giuliani's conspiracy theory. And so the ambassadors just thought the president is crazy. And we're not going to look into these conspiracy theories. It's, a, it's an embarrassment to look into those conspiracy theories. And so they just were like, I don't know what to do. It's quid pro quo. I got to ring the bell because this is crazy. That's the way they're spinning this. And they are all of the things that we presented on the chalkboard now are conspiracies. They're not conspiracies. In fact, I talked to... Um, I talked to somebody who is a um, a, uh, a multi-show producer for major network news shows. And uh, talking to her yesterday, and I said, um, I have these things. I have these things. And she said, yeah, I know that you said you're going to do a special next Wednesday. And she said, um, what is it you have? And I said, well, I'm going to send it to you on Monday. Because I just want to make sure we're really buttoned up on this. And she said, well, what do you have? And I told her one of the things. And she said, wait, you, wait, what? And I said, yeah. She said, but you'd, you can't go on the air with that unless you have documents to prove. And I said, yeah, we do. She said, you have documents proving this? And I said, yeah. And she said, and, and then I said to her, we also have videotape of them actually doing it. You have videotape of this? Yeah. <laughs> she then said to me, and I quote, I'm sick to my stomach. This is really happening? I'm sick to my stomach. I said, yeah, you've only heard one of these things. I've got a lot of them. This is not about quid pro quo. So I, I, I just, Mr. President, you know, let's clip this, please, and put it in my Twitter feed. And please, everyone, send this to the president. Please retweet what I'm about to, what I'm about to say. Because the Republicans are honest to goodness. They're like nursery school kids. Let's do a play. I can write a play. It's going to be about a tree. Hey, here's a tree. What the hell are you doing? Who is writing this stuff? Who is thinking about the defense of the president? It's a terrible poem, too. Yes. Thank you. It, it, was, thank you. Yeah, it needs to be much longer. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. The Democrats are making this all about quid pro quo. Republicans... People who actually are paying attention, and I don't know if I can include all the Republicans on this, 
the people who are actually paying attention to this and care, your strategy is all wrong. It's all wrong. Here's what you and the president need to say every single day. Like a cuckoo clock. Every 15 minutes, somebody should be on a microphone saying this. And just saying this over and over and over again. Here it is. Listen, you and the media, and let me just speak directly to Americans. If you define quid pro quo as, hey, you get dirt on my opponents or else, The president's right. There is no quid pro quo. And that's what the Democrats are saying this is. You get the dirt on my opponent or else. However, if you define quid pro quo as, hey, this, you know, Mr. Ukrainian president, you're brand new, looks good. But I I want you to know your country lost $7 billion from our taxpayers. Your country convicted two Ukrainian officials, one of which was the head of the Anti-Corruption Bureau for interfering in the U.S. election in collusion with the DNC and Hillary Clinton campaign. Two of your investigator generals have been blocked for some reason by our U.S. State Department for giving the DOJ evidence of this and deep corruption surrounding oil and gas contracts that involved our former vice president. And as I said on the phone call, we have a reason to believe the same people that were doing all of that and made this corruption possible are still in your inner circle. So as a matter of national interests, I can't give you any any more money unless you step to the plate and demonstrate that you're not part of this corruption and what's more you're dedicated to cleaning it up if that's the way you define quid pro quo yes that's all on the tape that's all there in the transcript that's what the president did but i don't and i don't think the president defines that as quid pro quo he defines that as the job of the president And I believe any honest American, Republican, Democrat, Independent, would not only agree with that, they would do exactly the same thing. Because what's at stake is not just this presidency, but it's the integrity of investigations, the integrity of our elections, the power of the president to chart our foreign policy and not some shadow group, our foreign policy itself along with the credibility of our ambassadors and the integrity of the U.S. aid program and, of course, the $7 billion that went missing. That's what this is about. So you can make it about Joe Biden and the election if you'd like, but that's like making New York City all about its toll tunnels. We going to be adults here? We going to talk about the truth? Or are we just going to go, get him? That is what they should say every 15 minutes like a cuckoo clock. Yeah, it's not about quid pro quo. If you define that as go get my go get my opponents, there's none. There's none. But when you read the whole context of what that phone call was about was you're missing seven billion dollars. There's all kinds of rumors about collusion with the Democrats, some of them credible, some of them maybe not so credible. We don't know. 
And we don't trust you yet, Mr. President. We hear you're a good guy. But there, and this is what he said on the call, but I believe some of the people that were involved in this corruption are still around you. You have to show us that you're not part of this corruption. That, isn't that the job of the president? We were all so excited about, about making sure that the, the Russians didn't collude. We have two people that were sentenced to prison for colluding with the DNC and, uh, uh, and Hillary Clinton, two anti-corruption bureau officials that were bragging about it on tape and were convicted in a Ukrainian court for colluding with the DNC and Hillary Clinton to throw our election. And we don't care? Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you're looking for truth. If you're looking for truth. And by the way, (laughs) if you're looking for truth, I highly recommend that you watch the, um, the video of my special. The first one and the second one. Because it's about to get ugly. Next week, next week, next Thursday, we are going to be streaming live on YouTube on the uh, Blaze TV next Wednesday, the Blaze TV, YouTube uh, and Facebook. And we're going to tell you what's really happening uh, with Ukraine and um, and what they're really afraid of, what they're really I, I uh, this is the Democrats' hydra. You cut off one head and two more appear. Which is strange because I believe that's what the whistleblower's attorney said in 2017. Don't worry. We cut off one and two more will show up. The Democrats' hydra. Our special on Ukraine next Wednesday. Make sure you join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn. And thank you to all of our subscribers. You are making all of this research possible. So thank you for doing that. All right. So much of this comes down to motivations, right? And it comes down to what motivations you assign to each person in the story. Yes. You know, with Joe Biden, there's the, you really is a choice for people. Do you believe his motivations were to help his son and enrich his family? For his quid pro quo? For his quid pro quo, which he has admitted to, which he has bragged about. Bragged about. Bragged about. That quid pro quo was that motivation um uh, for his family's personal gain or was it because of the national interest he just cared so much about ukrainian corruption you can make the choice there mm-hmm. right you could also say a little of both yeah okay. and, and I, the, the facts mm-hmm. by the way the facts on the ground of ukraine do not back that up but you could say that yeah you could say that i mean and look you know we know to the to the other side of this when it comes to uh, thinking that it might be the family gain we know uh, such a right-wing figure as the son of Teresa Hines Carey, 
uh, was so bothered about what Joe Biden was doing, he was warning officials like jo- uh, the Secretary of State at the time, John Kerry, uh, that this, this, is bad. this is a problematic thing. He, look left, he left the group. Yeah. Because he was so freaked out about it. Yeah. Archer took it. There were three partners. Mm-hmm. There was Archer. There was Biden. And there was Kerry. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Heinz Kerry. Mm-hmm. So there's those three. Those three individuals. Heinz leaves. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm a ketchup man. And I think there's going to be blood <laughs> all over everything. And it ain't going to be ketchup. I'm out of here. Yeah. So you can. But you can pick there. The same thing applies to Donald Trump. You can pick and decide, you know what, I think his motivations were only to help himself win this next election. Or you could decide, look at all this evidence. Uh, there's real evidence. There's $7 billion missing. Uh, you can decide that this was for the national interest. I think you can also say these things align pretty well for both of them. Yeah. Right? And I, I have to tell you, um, when it comes to uh, Joe Biden, we need to investigate because it's not about Joe Biden. It's about, is this happening all around with other people? And if so, we need to change the law so this doesn't happen. When it comes to uh, Donald Trump, okay, you can decide what you want on quid pro quo and what his motivation was. However, can we look at this? Because Ukraine and the State Department colluded with foreign officials to throw our election. We thought that mattered when it was Donald Trump. Does it matter now? This is the Glenbeck. Should have. Welcome to the program. It's Friday, America, and Mm. so glad that you tuned in. Hello, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Hello, Glenbeck. Hi, Stuber Gear. So I, I'm sure you're busy reading, uh, catching up with some of the incredible books oh, that are out right now. My gosh, the yeah, uh-huh. Mark Halpern book, the disgraced Mark Halpern book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Is first of all, it's called. So it's going to be super valuable to people. Okay, yeah. How to beat Trump? How to beat okay, Trump? So everybody wants a copy. So it's going to be everyone it's be wants a copy. flying off the shelves. Well, this is his first week. Your first week is always your biggest week. So I mean, these numbers are a bit inflated. Okay. Uh, but they're outrageous. Okay. Five hundred two copies. Not five. Not five hundred two thousand. That would be ridiculous. But 502 copies have been sold in the first week. If wow. This 500 was, and this and is two, Mark Halperin, yes. who has done big bestsellers, number one bestsellers. Yeah. Right. 502 I just copies. think maybe Mark was born in the wrong, maybe born in the wrong time period. If this was Marseille in 1406. <laughs> That'd be huge. That'd be a lot That'd be of huge. He'd be beating yeah. the Bible. Be a, now people would be saying... Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. They would be saying that. They don't know right. who Donald Trump they is. Have no where idea. is Donald Trump? But yeah. No, who that is, is Donald Trump? Right. Is that where or who? I think it's where. Did I just say where is Donald where? Trump? I think so. It's been a long time since I took French, but I think. <laughs> Me too. So I'm trying is, to think. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, le they say would be where is the bathroom? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, they would be asking me. where he is. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wouldn't be around them. And uh, he wouldn't even be here. Well, I, you know, as much as I, book. much as I, <laughs> but I don't know that it would perform any worse, no. <laughs> you know, as much as you want to make fun of, uh, uh you know, uh, Mark Halperin's book, mm-hmm. just so I can participate. I have a copy 
in my chapeau. Mm. Right there in the living room. <laughs> really? In your hat? In your hat? Why were you keeping Whoops. your books in your hat? <laughs> Welcome to my humble <laughs> chapeau. <laughs> You've got a humble hat? Uh, that's really weird. Really weird. All right. So anyway. Uh, so anyway, he's, uh, yeah. he's not doing well. He's not doing uh, well. And I don't know if that's because of the sexual harassment thing or he's not a... He doesn't have a TV forum anymore to well, sell nobody, his books on. Nobody, he has no way to reach anybody. And you never yeah. know yeah. which one is going to burn you for the rest of your life. You don't know. Right? Like... Some guys are like, ah, they'll just grope, 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 and they're back in the news the next day making movies. No one cares. Yeah. Right. The next person, like, didn't do anything, and, you, and he's gone forever. I want to make a wheel of – I want to make – I want this. No, this didn't work out well for us the first time. But I want to make a wheel of blame on no, no. whether we let people go or not because it's really mm. like that. You just it spin is. the wheel. It is. Yep, nope, that, that person's okay. You know, speaking of that, the John Chris thing, who was on this show, right, last year? Yeah. yeah. And But you look at the description of what he did, and the, while it's not nice, it's oh, probably no. not yeah. chivalrous, he didn't act well as a Christian. And it wasn't is in it his chapeau. Any of it, it wasn't <laughs> in his chapeau. <laughs> but is be... any of it illegal? No. Should he lose his career? Should he lose his job? I don't No, don't they're only so. making this into a big deal. It, it, look, here's here's the thing. We haven't talked about the story at all. We should probably yeah, get people. Yeah. So John John Chris is this comedian. He's a Christian re- community, comedian. Yeah, Christian comedian, really funny, <laughs> very successful. Uh, so you know, of course, a target. He's one of the top acts of last year. Yeah, huge. touring it's, acts. It, huge. It's a huge top social business. Huge touring mm-hmm. business. Yeah. yeah. And he's admitted he's got over a Netflix special coming up at the end of the month. I Maybe, wonder, but I, I wonder, wonder if, if he I does. don't think it will. Yeah, but we'll probably see. not. And and so he he um. He was able, and he's admitted to having issues and problems in his past mm-hmm. that he's, he's fought against, and basically a, a website outed him uh, and uh, had multiple people telling the stories about him basically hooking up with... Or trying to, at Or least. trying to hook up with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and getting... After shows. After shows, hitting on fans. Mm-hmm. And again, he's a Christian comic doing material in churches and then hitting on women afterwards. But he apparently didn't... Grope them from what no, I could no, 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 no. He just wants to rape them. No, uh, he just so is looking for. He's just you know, looking for sex. I'm looking for sex. I'm, well, I mean, that, that is a massive line, though. We should, no, I mean, no, we, no, we no, joke no. about it, but and no, no, like, no. Look, it doesn't. As he pointed out in his apology, like he feels terrible about this. Mm-hmm. He knows he's failed as a as a as a Christian, as as we all do. Not always in that way, but we all have our flaws. And he yeah. says, uh, I thought his statement was was pretty honest and honestly, like, Seems this like is it. used by the media a lot of times to say, well, look at this, a Christian is a hypocrite. Look, mm-hmm. These Christians are all terrible people. Well, if we were all great people, we pro- a lot of us probably wouldn't bother going to church. A lot of us need <laughs> church because we're terrible people. Uh, you, and every single see, this is the culture of non-forgiveness. Yeah, right. No, yeah. oh, I, I, if you apologize and you're like, "Look, I did it, and I don't know why I did it, and and mm-hmm. and just flawed, and I really, I really, sincerely feel badly about and I'm it. Try to be better, and I would try to be better. Who okay. are we not to give forgiveness? Right. In fact, we are taught if we do not give forgiveness. To those who ask for forgiveness, we won't be. We're not going to be forgiven. Mm. So, kind of an important part. It's mm-hmm. kind of an important part. The guy seems really sincere, and his he had gone over this apparently with his wife. His wife was in the know that this stuff had gone down, and they had been dealing with it privately. Uh, Is he married? 
I think he is, right? Am I, I, I just that? read that he broke up with a girlfriend. I, okay. I didn't yeah. know so he was. I don't think he's he even might married. Be thinking about another politician. <laughs> there so, are a lot of these stories these days. Maybe yeah, I have this one. I didn't up. think he was married, but I thought he. I thought he had been. I, I could be wrong. That adds another maybe layer it's his to girlfriend. It, I don't know. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. But apparently, they had it, this stuff had been known in his private life. It's in his apology. Yeah. I'll just have to. I'd have to reread it. We were going to do it yesterday, but we never got around to it. Uh, but but like. What are they going to do? They're going to make. They're going to shame this guy into you know never having a career again. He's a total hypocrite or whatever. I think the Christian community, if he handles this correctly, will be forgiving about it. Um, if he can show you know progress, I mean, mm-hmm. look, hey, we, we, it was the story's sad because it, more than his personal failings of hitting on women, which is look, you know, just touring comedian. This is not exactly uh, groundbreaking mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but you know there are multiple women who were hit on or hooked up with him that are now saying, "Well, you know what? I'm not a Christian anymore. I've lost faith." Well, that's but that, that's but that if is, you're putting your that's just look, sad. But stop that's, it! Yeah, this you is, can't do this. This is like yeah. what people are saying about Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kanye will disappoint you. Uh, I will disappoint mm-hmm. you. Saul was a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah. People will disappoint you. But the mm-hmm. Lord will not. What you feel when you are hearing somebody speak and the Spirit is testifying to you that it's true, it's not that they're true. It's that what they're saying is true. And do not put your trust in any man. I, I say this all the time. Don't trust me. Don't trust me. you got to do your own homework. You, If your testimony is coming from a comedian you're feasting <laughs> off of their testimony right. it's not yours right. you have to earn that yeah right. and and you're and you're you, one of the reasons you go into these areas of faith is because you could deal with difficult situations like this right they shouldn't exactly be talking right. you out because one guy uh wound up disappointing you you can't that's not a reason to leave a faith you know, if you you weren't really there in the first place, no, and that's a that's a it's a tough one to deal with because, you know, I don't think the end of the day, uh, a guy like John Christ has done a lot for people to discover the faith, right? Like he he's done a lot. He's a, he's a very open window for people to kind of peer in and say, yeah, that's kind of interesting because you go in there for the jokes mm-hmm. and you're in there and you're like, ah, you know what, the, the message is cool too. It's happened for a lot of people, and you hate to lose someone like that over something that the book he's talking about explains happens to tons and tons of people. They fail it's all a, the time. Uh, the, a, there's a part in the book I seem to remember about picking up a stone. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of exactly the same situation. Yeah. Yeah. Same situation. Now, here's a, and again, it, it requires him to be humble to be penitent which he seems like he is he does he does yeah he knows what he's done is wrong and he's looking for forgiveness i'm not going to stand in the way now that doesn't mean that you necessarily go to his show or whatever the next yeah. netflix special has been canceled oh it has already yeah. Ah. Yeah. wow so bad i knew that was so gonna bad. happen do you see louis can we change the subject to louis ck you see louis ck is uh is touring again yes he no. should be. Yeah. Again, he didn't do anything illegal either. No, I know. Mm-hmm. So he's touring again, and uh, like it, the comedy clubs are becoming Nazi camps, where you and I agree with them, but it has become no. You can't even bring in a pencil and paper if they catch you writing down anything. Mm. You're ejected. 
You can't bring in your phone, recording device, pictures, nothing. You have to lock mm. your phone up. And in Louis C.K. Uh, uh, shows, you can't even make a note. So somebody says, hey, uh, you know, hey, do you remember this, blah, blah, blah? You write it down. They'll eject you from Louis C.K. You can't even write notes. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Did, um, uh, did you see this story a, a woman wrote about her Me Too incident that came out yesterday? Uh, now, Hermie, I didn't the, know. The dentist? I, uh, what? Hermie? The, her, I want to no, be a, her me, me too. too. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, me the, I want to be a dentist. <laughs> he was he was using anesthesia, <laughs> knocking them out, and groping them. Get out of here! <laughs> man, cancel her me. Oh, man, wait until uh, you hear what he did with the abominable. <laughs> so I don't know any of the figures in this, and neither will anyone in the audience. It's some young uh, uh, poet on the left who was a male feminist. Okay, that wait. is the uh-huh. okay. That's the guy. So give, that in this to, tale. give that road to me again. Okay, he's a leftist, leftist, a male feminist, male poet, feminist poet okay. that apparently was known. He's in his like mid twenties. All right, okay, when this is going on. Okay, and uh, a girl, a woman who was a girl at the time that this happened. She, I think she was sixteen. Mm-hmm. She writes a story about her unveiling of these accusations. Which happened in last year. This is a Me Too story that none of us even knew occurred because there, it just wasn't in our world, wasn't in our circles at all. But listen to her description of this. It was a, it's a fascinating story. So she is saying that the male feminist poet did something wrong. Did, did something, something wrong. wrong. And, okay. And, and she was sixteen. By all indications, he did. He emailed mm-hmm. her. He uh, did do whatever and, she accuses him. Of. And Facebook messaged her oh, no. all sorts of uh, oh, no. very explicit, disturbing things that if you read, we, I can't even say them on the air. Okay. They, they were terrible. So she writes, uh, 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 she describes how she came up with how she was going to release it. Uh, the, the thread that she was going to release uh, on, uh, uh, you know, to try to make it viral. Uh, she said, this is my attempt to cancel the alt-lit poet, Steve, Steve Rogan Buck, I don't know, in October 2018. I knowingly utilized the vulturous journalistic culture of Me Too. Um, I, it was never a sincere gesture at justice that I necessarily portrayed it to be in order for it to, to succeed. It was always transparently an attempt to leverage a relatively insignificant trauma into selfish capital gain. Wow, and it succeeded wow. not because of the integrity of my narrative, because but because the experience was attached to someone who had a modicum of celebrity. Um, uh, this is not to say this what is I, a seventeen-year-old writing this. I, I don't know how old she. She does not disclose how old she is now. I, Did the, you say it was last the, year? It, the outing was last year. I, oh. I, I think it may have been earlier than that. Oh, Are you sure messages. Steve Ro- Rogan Buck isn't just a really bad <laughs> Steve Rogan? Uh, yes, a, a Joe know. Rogan. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yes, I'm a feminist poet. <laughs> <laughs> she says, this is not to say that what I alleged did not occur. He did send me inappropriate Facebook messages when I was a minor, knowing I was underage. But while overtures were perhaps grotesque, were they really a pinnacle of sexual abuse? Should this be the cancelable offense that it Races a man from public existence. In, wow. no, in no way do I seek to defend him or his actions. He disgusts me in every way. Um, uh, but uh, thanks for the endorsement. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, for me, in the greater context of my life's traumas, our interactions mean very little. And she goes on to describe how you got this guy canceled, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of almost like an experiment with the media, and goes on to say that she was hit up by all sorts of media sources when she posted this. 
And she said uh, the low standard of reporting among the, these women, and he said all the, it was all women reporters that reached out to try to do this. Uh, the low standard of reporting among these women genuinely shocked me. Though some asked for fuller transcripts of my Facebook messages, they didn't all, ask for all of them. Didn't ask for the transcript of the messages you're talking about. They don't care. Wow. It's incredible. They, wow. like my Twitter audiences, appeared to take everything I said at face value, including well, a few have pieces to. of information I added on the spot. Jeez, including <laughs> information I added on the spot. That's amazing. I mean, this is what's Let's going on, her on in the media. Let's get her on. Mm-hmm. I doubt she'd come on. Yeah, but. I don't think she's certainly not a friend, a friend of 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 yours. I'm sure. No, but, but I, but uh, I, I'm I care about the truth. How should we get her on? Should I send her some Facebook messages? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not a good way to book her. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Well, is it poetry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze uh, Radio TV Networks. Uh, make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome to the program. It is Friday. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is uh, coming up next. It should be an interesting week to talk to him. We are now gearing for the impeachment hearings, which begin in public next Wednesday. Um, the The Democrats, I think, seem to think they have this locked down. Uh I don't think so when it comes to cross-examination. I think they're going to be floundering uh, on this, but we'll see and get Bill O'Reilly's opinion in just a couple of minutes. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program.